What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Jazz, from the Bitch You Better, You Better, Bitch You Better podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode. I, I'm geeked. I be missing y'all. And I promise, I feel like I've said this like the last like eight episodes. I'm going to be more consistent. So make sure you are following on Instagram at bitchyoubetter underscore podcast and make sure you're following on youtube you can stream our episodes on anchor spotify (sighs) i have to work on an intro that's definitely something that i have to do i have to have to work on an intro and i'm going to get there give me some time back the fuck up you in my business i don't like that and like i said i i said i'm gonna be more consistent i feel like i've said this multiple times to you guys you need to back the fuck up I am going to be consistent. I promise you guys, you're going to be getting a new episode every single week. I think I'm going to drop them on Thursdays. I feel like that's a good day to drop it. So be on the lookout for episodes, more content. It's just really, it's really hard. Like I'm trying to be consistent, trying to give you guys quality. If you guys have anything you want to talk about, DM me. I feel like I have so many suggestions It's just a matter of just recording and doing it because I get so nervous and I want you guys to like it. I want you guys to listen, but I'm rambling at this point. But y'all, we have so much tea, so much to talk about on this episode. So fucking buckle up, buttercup, because here we go. First of all, I'm definitely sipping. Um, I have to to talk about all this. So pour y'all up a glass and be ready to talk so if you follow me on my regular instagram you would know that we were supposed to have an episode last week or a week or two weeks ago and you're probably like what the fuck jazz i was ready for a new episode bitch you're a liar when i tell you i was going to drop an episode and we were going to have a visual but that shit got cut So I'm just going to fast forward to the you got me fucked up segment because I feel like so I feel like first of all today's episode is really we're going to kind of talk about a lot of things. So the main topic that we're going to talk about is just like separating business and friends and friendships. Um, And the part that's got me fucked up is if you ask to be on my podcast, I expect bare minimum that you have listened to an episode of my podcast actually literally bare minimum is that you understand how podcasts even work like I shouldn't have to sit here and explain etiquette to you especially if you're if you're coming to me and asking me to be a guest on your on my show then I feel like you should have some kind of understanding of what a podcast is how a podcast goes what's the structure like I feel like you should have done some kind of research and if you haven't then don't fucking ask to come on the show that's just we're starting there like we're starting at 100 and I'm just going to explain to you why And this, again, is why you shouldn't mix business and friendship sometimes because it just like it can get messy. So I just want to throw it out there that I'm not mad at this person and I'm just not like I don't want this to end our friendship or fuck up our friendship or throw a wrench in the group of friends. But this whole situation in reality has pissed me off so so beyond words like I'm so upset I'm angry I'm embarrassed I'm like when I tell you like it just has me so fucked up on the levels of fucked up it's got me at the tippity top of it's got me fucked up like we need to figure out a scale to measure it but if it could be at the very tippity top that's how fucked up this whole situation had me at so Like I said, we were supposed to record an episode and it just like, it just not, it just didn't, it just didn't happen. And and you know what? And I should have trusted my gut. So I do this episode. I do the podcast by myself. I used to have a team with Chi and Charles, but the, he changed up the studio. I don't, I'm not with them anymore. I'm not with Metro anymore. I'm just kidding. Um, but 
you know, I do this by myself. Like I record, like I know how I want things set up. It's, it's my show. Like I, the, the bitch you better podcast is mine. Like the LLC is mine. I own the name. I own the rights. I own every fucking thing. So how I want things to go is how I want them to go, period. Um, so I met this person at one of the Friendsgivings that, uh, at the Friendsgiving that I went to in November. And he immediately said that he had seen an episode with a previous guest and that they were friends and he just loved the episode and he loves the podcast and he wants to come on. Like he just talked about it to me the entire weekend about how much he wanted to come on the podcast. Mind you, everybody that I has, I've had on my podcast is in some way, shape or form, some kind of entrepreneur. So again, there's some kind of entrepreneur. Um, meaning like they do something, whether like I've had musicians, I've had, um, influencers, I've had makeup artists. I had, I mean, Candy and Bama are a couple, but that's different. But everybody that I've had on has some kind of niche. They do something over the course of the weekend, I could not figure out what the fuck this person's niche was. Like, who who are you? Why would I have you come on my show? And like, I've had to respectfully tell people, you're not coming on the podcast to talk about the fact that you fucking drive a truck for UPS. Like, no offense, but like, I don't, I don't see how this would, I don't, I, I don't understand how it would go. So like we follow each other on social media, obviously, and I see like they post videos, but I never, even through the course of that weekend, I never got a clear understanding of like what the, who this person is, what do they do? What, why would I have you on my podcast? Like what, why? So, but because I had such an amazing time at the Friendsgiving, I have such a, a, a very amazing now core group of friends that I love I was like, okay, I, I'll give it a shot because you're my friend and I will put these feelings that I have in my gut of something isn't right and I'll put that to the side and let's, let's do the show. Like, let's, let's do an episode. Let's see how it goes. And so leading up to it, because he wanted to film uh, at the Sunday, Monday, Sunday, fun day for his birthday And leading up to it, me and him are texting and he's already like trying to overstep and I want it to film this way and I want it to go this way and we can have it this way and this that. And I'm just kind of like, first of all, I record and edit this all by myself and my editing skills are not that great, as you can tell by the reels that I post. Like I'm still learning, so I can't do too much of filming and everything. And like I have a camera but I've never recorded on my camera, like my, my actual camera that I take pictures with. I have recorded on like a phone and that took a while to even like download and edit and get to YouTube, which I don't even, I don't even know if it is on YouTube, but anyways, so I've had to like, I had to have conversations like, I need you to scale it back because your girl got it, but she ain't got it like that. And so I like was already nervous and I brought it up to my friends because we had gone out the night before and I was like, I'm nervous because I just feel like he's not listening to me and I just feel like this isn't going to go the way that I want it to go. And, you know, they reassured me that it's my show and I need to just say what it is and maybe he's just excited and this, this, this and this. So we do, we, we get to the Sunday fun day and mind you, like I drink when I do this, like it's, this ain't nothing to me that I ain't new to this. I'm true to this, right? So it's not a, a, not a big deal for me to have a couple drinks and to, to do the podcast. I've had my other guests will be drinking and we'll have a great episode. We'll talk. Everything will go exactly how I want it to go. And what I do too with my guest is I, I completely like break down exactly what we're going to do and exactly what we're going to talk about. That's what I did. I told him on Friday or Saturday, whatever day it was, I sent a group chat or a message in our group chat that said, this is how it's going to go. This is how long it's going to take. This is what we're going to talk about. Do, 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 like broke it down. So there shouldn't be any confusion about how the fuck this is going to go. I don't know what the fuck 
happened when we got there. I don't I don't know if he was nervous. I don't know if he was drunk or high or whatever. But like I said, okay, and we had been there for a while. We had been drinking and all this stuff. And I keep trying to set up the camera. He keeps moving the camera. He keeps moving it to different angles. I want it here. I want it there. I want it this way. I want it that way. And I finally had to be like, look, bro, I'm putting it here because this is the best way to capture it with it not being too far. It's staying here, period, which annoys me because like, dije lo que dije. I said what I said. Stop trying to change shit up. I put it here. That's it. And then, so I was annoyed by that. But then he came with this whole pad of ideas that he had. And I was like, okay, these are some really great ideas. I'm getting now, the camera thing was annoying. But now I'm excited because you seem to have really great ideas. And I could see us having a few great episodes together. Okay, cool. Set up the camera. I'm ready. I have the the phone and everything queued up. I've already talked to everybody there because he said he wants to have like almost like a studio audience thing, which I've done before. If you guys have watched the episode with Beck, bitch, you better take a vacation. All of my friends were literally sitting off off camera and were listening to us record the episode. So it's not new for me to have people sit in and listen. But I, I don't I just I don't know. So I talked to them, you know, I said, you know, this is how it's going to go. We're all sitting down. We're ready. This man was like, okay, we're going to start in 30 minutes. 30 minutes go by. Oh, we're going to start in 20. 20 minutes go by. Oh, let's give me 10 more minutes. Oh, I'm baking a cake. Oh, I'm doing this and that. I finally had to look at him and I was like, bro, I'm about to hit record and I'm going to start this episode with or without you. So I need you to sit down so we can record this. Like you're being neurotic right now and it's too much. I just want to record. So now I'm back to being irritated because it's like nobody wants to keep, I don't want to keep pushing this back. Like just sit the fuck down. So I finally get him to sit down. I do a small introduction and then it just goes to shit. Like, I think we have nine whole minutes of a recording. And the entire time he got up twice. Then he's talking to people in the background. He's he's just moving around. He's putting things down for people, like asking to smoke. But I'm telling him, one of my, the friends that was there was like, no, you can't smoke because it's going to be on YouTube and they're going to pull the video. So like... We're trying to record and it just is not going how I want it to go. Like I'm trying to interview him and ask like, what do you do? And I didn't really get a clear answer there. So I try to move on. And then I'm trying to like, you know, get on the topics and he's not answering the question. He's like deflecting and then putting it back on me to answer. And I'm like, you're my guest. I'm trying to ask you what your thoughts are on this. He's trying to ask the people in the background, what are their thoughts? And finally, I was, I just had to cut the audio and I was like, look, I can't have you getting up. I can't have you moving around the way you're moving around because you're not going to get picked up on the audio. I can't have you talking to them in the back. And it just pissed me off because why the fuck do I have to explain this to you? I shouldn't have to explain that you need to be sitting the fuck down over and over and over again. And after that, and mind you, I'm having this conversation very calmly and I was just like, you keep getting up. I can't have you keep getting up because I can't keep starting and stopping the recording because I can't edit that well. I've said that multiple times. And, and, and me, I'm a Virgo. I do not like to keep repeating myself and I like things to go the way that I want them to go. So the fact that you're literally throwing a whole fucking wrench into this is totally killing my vibe, like completely throwing me the fuck off. And I'm getting so irritated And again, I get that we were drunk, but there's still a level of like, you pushed for this. I didn't push you. I didn't come to ask you to be on this show. I didn't do any of that. You wanted to be on the show. So you should be coherent enough to talk and record. I also put in the group chat what we were going to talk about because this person, this man came back and I'm explaining to him, I need you to talk about this. No, you're not asking me questions. We're going to have a conversation. We're going to talk but I'm trying to interview you. 
And he was like, well, what if you're talking about things I don't want to talk about? And I was like, well, then why the, why? And I said it nicely. I was like, well, then that should have been discussed prior to us sitting down and trying to record the podcast. But in the back of my head, I'm like, why the fuck would you come on a podcast? And you, there's things that you don't want to fucking talk about. That should have been, that should have, you should have said that forever ago. Not when we're sitting down here trying to record. And then my friends are in the back, they're drunk, they're laughing. And like, I, that was kind of pissing me off too. Cause I'm like, why the fuck are you laughing? Like, do you think I'm funny? But it's just because everybody was, was lit. But I, and I'm just trying to explain it. Cause it's like, he's just not fucking grasping it. And I'm just like, okay, so you're going to sit, you're going to do this. We're going to have this conversation. You're not going to talk to them. Like, I'm just sitting here trying to lay this all out. And this nigga goes, okay, but can I smoke first? And I was like, fuck it. Nope. I'm done. I'm not recording with you anymore. I'm I'm, I'm done. And I had to walk outside because I was pissed. Because mind you, the type of person that I am, I am so, so forgiving. Like one of the most forgiving people that you can ever meet in your life. And for a very long time, I let people walk all over me and for the sake of the friendship, for the sake of the relationship, for the sake of just not trying to be confrontational, because if you know me too, like if I, if I take it there, I can really fucking take it there and, and go to a hundred thousand. That's why I had to step outside because I was literally about to go the fuck off and nobody in my friend group has ever seen me get that upset. Like no, only one person had Taya and she wasn't there has seen me see red and have veins popping out of my neck and actually no Beck and Stina has seen it another time because because niggas was playing in my face and it was we were drunk we were tired and I had to go the fuck off but that's we're gonna come back but that's also why I know you niggas are crazy because I literally was yelling in this man's face because he was trying to get loud with me and I turned around and was right in his face and I was like nigga I don't give a fuck about what you're talking about me and you are eye level I don't give a fuck about none of that shit you're saying to me you can't tell me shit and we are we eye level because I'm five two and a half so if we eye level nigga you really cannot boss me like come on now but after that why was he still asking about me why was he still trying to be with me you niggas are crazy but anyways so I don't like to take it there. I don't like to get out of character like that. I really, really don't. And I really, really have worked really hard to not get to that level. But he was taking it there. And it's like, this is this is exactly why you shouldn't mix friendship with business. Because I was so excited to have this podcast. But now I'm just looking at you so sideways. Because you really have me and the Bitch You Better podcast completely fucked up like yes I do this for funsies but like also I would like to make this like a thing like I would like I would love for this to maybe one day eventually like be my job that would be like the ultimate goal but you go sit up in my face and try to make it seem like this this shit shouldn't be taken serious and I just don't appreciate the fact that you're telling me that you've listened to an episode when clearly you haven't don't come on my podcast or ask to come on the podcast if you've never listened to it. Like, that's bare minimum. Like, what the fuck? Would you go to a Young Thug concert and you've never listened to Young Thug? What the fuck? What the fuck? So it just like really, oh, it really, really, really upset me. But my friend came and she talked me down. She was like, I'm very proud of you. You handled it very gracefully. You stood up for yourself. That's exactly what you need to do. Because a lot of times, like, I don't stick up for myself. I just let things go again for the sake of friendships and the the sake of relationships. But fuck that. There's a way to stand up for yourself and not allow people to play in your face or not allow people to play with your name and still be very respectful and preserve the friendship. But it's just like I you ever be you ever been disrespected so blatantly that it like causes you to like shut up. That was literally what happened. I was like, this nigga is playing in my face so bad. I'm either going to reach across and slap the shit out of you or I need to get up and walk out of here right now. And I just like, 
I'm realizing the growth because old Jasmine would have sent this nigga a long ass message talking about how badly he's got me fucked up and read him for filth. But I just don't think that he even grasps how fucked up the situation was because he ended up fucking posting a clip of this podcast that will never see the light of day on his Instagram. Like, bruh, are you serious? Like, I I don't know. It's just so weird. Like, so there's literally no point in having a conversation with saying like, you have me really fucked up because you disrespected me and my podcast by being so fucking unprofessional. And like, I understand I shouldn't expect professionality from people, but because they're not professionals, but you, if you come on my show, you're going to act like a professional. You're going to conduct yourself in a professional manner. We're just going to have fun and turn up, but I shouldn't have to sit here and tell you to stop getting up. Like I shouldn't have to sit here and explain podcast etiquette to you. It just got me so fucked up. You know what else has got me fucked up this week? These fucking Super Bowl prices. Why the fuck are they trying to charge $100 to come in the club? Bitch, I don't even pay $20 to get in the fucking club. They were charging $7,500 for a table of 12 with seven bottles, $7,500. $7,500 divided by 12 people, not including tip, is $625. You have me fucked up. I was so mad when I was reading all this stuff. $300 to see Cardi B at the W2. $350 to go to Shaq's day party. If I wanted to see a fat, bald, black nigga, I would go to my father's house. $350 for an old fat black man. You're ch- what? $350 to party with Shaq. Shaquille O'Neal, a nigga that was famous in the 90s. And I'm not trying to shit on Shaq, but he's 54. Why the fuck would I want to pay $350 to party with a 54-year-old? I can do that with my father. I just think that's so ridiculous. Like, that is so ridiculous. And then the Airbnbs. Arizona has me so fucked up right now. There's somebody, whoever is charging $800 for a fucking apartment in Guadalupe for the weekend of Super Bowl, your mom's a hoe. Because be fucking for real. Seven, eight hundred dollars to stay in Guadalupe? Are you fuck? Get the fuck, boy, get the fuck out of my face. Like, I understand that it's it's a, a weekend to help boost Arizona's economy, but I'm sitting here also thinking, like, there's no fucking way that people are really gonna pay it. And I mean, people are, but like, what the fuck? Fuck, it just makes me so upset because I'm like, you niggas don't even charge those prices on a regular. Why the fuck would you do that? And I'm not broke, but I'm not paying $200 to go to a club from nine to two to see Glorilla. It's not happening. I'm paying more to get into a club to just be in the same environment as this bitch and she might not even perform. I'm paying more than the concerts. What? Be for real. Be so for real right now. Be so for real right now. That shit, when I tell you I was crying, I was so mad. Because I had so many plans that weekend. Like, girl was getting her hair done was going to get a cute outfit. Like I was planning to be outside. Oh no. Y'all have me so fucked up. Arizona, do better. Because what? But anyways, moral of that first topic is you, you can't always do things as far as like your business is concerned for your friends or involving your friends. Like, sometimes you just have to separate it. And that, unfortunately, I had to learn the hard way. But, like, and it's sad. But, like, I just, I don't anticipate myself not inviting guests that are my friends. But I have to be, like, really strategic. And I have to really vet them. And I have to really, like, have that conversation of how it's going to go. Because everybody in my group, that big group of Friendsgiving, they're, like, Six of them are 
estheticians or lash techs or some kind of entrepreneur like it, it it's just I and I want to have them on because they have so many different perspectives of life and like relationships and things that they've gone through and et cetera, et cetera. So I'm just like, I want to have you guys on, but now I have to really make sure that you motherfuckers know what you're doing because I will never be embarrassed like that again. I absolutely tell you I will not. I will not. So anyways, moving on from that, what I wanted to talk about on that episode that will never see the light of day is, and I talked about this on my Instagram, is, um, is the location of the first date significant? And I mean, yes, but is what I want to say, no, is the price of the first date what makes it a first date. So, and I got a pretty 50-50 response. So on my Instagram, I asked that question. I said, is Applebee's an, a date? And majority of the people said yes. Then I said, is Applebee's an acceptable first date? And it was then it was kind of like 50-50. Like, I think it was like, actually, I think it was like 60-40. Where 40 people were like, yes, or 60 people said yes, 40 people said no. And so this is where I got the question or like the scenario. So I had met this guy off Hinge and so fucking done with Hinge. But I met him off Hinge and we had a great conversation. Um, and he was just like, like, hey, what are you doing tonight? Like, let's let's go out or whatever. And he was like, I just want to get like a Zipperita. I was like, OK, cool. And if you don't know what that is, we went to Zips and it's like a sports bar, whatever, whatever. So for the first date, it was relatively chill. It was pretty relaxed. Like, you know, it's fucking zips. People were there to watch the football game. Um, and it was cool. So we get there and we had like, both of us had like two shots. We had, a, you know, a, a entree. Um, we had a margarita and we're sitting there, we're chit-chatting, we're talking, we're chopping it up, we're getting to know each other. He's talking about where he went to school and his family and kids and this and that and this and that. And it was cool. He picked up the tab, he paid for everything, whatever, whatever. And then I went home and I just was thinking like, so I was like, dang, was that really the first date that I have gone on in a long time, which I guess technically it was, but also It was just zips. So was it really a date? And then I just got to thinking like, I feel like we romanticize dating so much. Like we romanticize the relationship. We romanticize like what it's supposed to look like because almost a part of me feels like I would want a first date to like, I'm dressed up. This nigga sends an Uber black waiting for me. And in the front seat is a dozen roses and he takes me out to steak 44 and I get to have two drinks, two entrees, four sides, dessert. And then, you know, we, I don't know, go to a ballet or something. We go buy a section at, at a, we go buy a table at a, in a section at a club, you know, but I, but then I just feel like that is so unrealistic, especially like the, the, bracket or the tax bracket or the level of dating that I'm at like I have to be for real like you got to take it down come back to earth and while I would love for that to happen while I would love that to be a first date and I'm not saying that it can't be I just think about the fact that I want to date a black man and statistically black men make less than 40,000 a year which is like poverty level and I'm not dissing it But I'm just saying, like, I just have to be for real. Like, and I feel like a lot of women, we kind of have to, like, we have to, come on. (laughs) Like, yes, that would be a first, great first date. But we also have to, like, meet people where they're at. And, like, I obviously make way more money than that. But I also understand, like, there's bills. People have kids. People have cars and car notes and insurance. And people get paid every two weeks and, like, I just like, I have to be realistic. So, and a lot of people were saying like, oh, 
it, it doesn't matter the price of the date. It, rem- it matters like you're trying to get to know that person and this and that. And I just feel like I'm even because I had a nigga tell me that for the first date he wanted to he wanted to do like a pre-date, wanted to take me for a walk in the park at night. And then if the vibes are good, then we'll go do something after that. Like, nigga, get the fuck out of my face. Now, that's one thing I will not do. I think pre-dates are stupid. I feel like that's exactly what a date is for to um, get to know that person. Clearly, the vibes are right if you're talking to me and we're having conversations and you want it to take it to a level where you ask me out on a date like duh and then after that that's when you're like okay this was cool but I'm not feeling it I feel like if you don't have enough money to even take a woman out to dinner then you shouldn't be dating like (laughs) what if you can't afford and I think at zips we probably it probably came out to like 70 or $80. If you can't afford that, then you shouldn't be dating. Like you should, you just, you just should not. You should be worrying about get your, getting your money up and getting your money right. You should not be worrying about getting pussy. And I like, I just, I feel like society has now flipped it to where it's like the expectation is so low that that's the type of shit men think that they can get away with is like asking you to go on a walk like no that's just not for me but at the same time I also know the kind of woman I am I'm real chill like yes I love to go to Mastro's but I'm also cool with Sandbar I love me some Sandbar and Zip was cool too but this is the conflict that I have Am I setting the bar too low by letting my first date be Applebee's or Zips or fucking Sandbar? And then the niggas that I'm dealing with are just not high caliber men. So maybe I need the men to be like, take me to Mastro's, take me to Snake 44. And I'll get a high caliber man. But at the same time, does money make the man? So many conflicts. So many different fucking like conflicts and I just I don't know I don't know I don't know how to date I feel like at this point I don't know what level of expectation I should set to find the person that I want to be with I just don't know because I've met men with money and they still be not shit and then I've met broke niggas that aren't shit either So I can't seem to figure out where the fuck the good men at. Where do y'all meet? Where is the middle? Like, what is a medium ass restaurant? Like, do I need to like meet a nigga at like Outback or something? Or like Cheesecake Factory? I feel like that's like a middle, right in the middle of the pack. I feel like Zips is a broke nigga shit date. And then like Steak 44 is like a rich nigga date. And I just need somewhere right in the middle. So I think like Cheesecake Factory is where I need to start hanging out or that's where I need to start asking for my first date to be or like Outback. Something like that. I don't know. Because at this point. It's just the dating life is not giving what it's supposed to give. (laughs) Like I'm literally so frustrated with dating. I'm just so frustrated. And I like, and it's crazy because so many people ask me like, what do I want? And like, I would love to be married and I'd love to have more kids. But like this single mom shit is for the birds. I don't want to do this again. Like I'm finally in my own place. Like I finally have hit that like next step in my life. But it is so quiet and so lonely in this apartment. I fucking hate when my kids are gone. Like, I hate it. I mean, like, I hate the first day. The second day is kind of cool because, like, I kind of get back into, like, my own routine of how I want to do things. I watch what I want to watch. Like, if I want to have somebody come over, I can. And, like, I can clean up and just kind of reset. But it's just so quiet. Like, I crave companionship. I really want companionship. I just, I don't know. I just don't know how to get there. All right. Anyway, 
moving on because I'm so tired of talking about dating. I'm over it. I know you guys are tired of hearing about it. My dating life sucks. Uh, I'll update you guys when it doesn't suck. But there was something that I did want to talk about. And that is, if you haven't listened to the to the episode when I talked about getting ghosted, go listen to that episode. But since we're here, let's just talk about it. So I had met this guy. And first of all, he had been in my DMs for like a year. And at when he was in my DMs, I was like ending my relationship, like wasn't interested in dating, like was just all heartbroken, blah, blah, blah. We all know that, da, 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 right? But he kept pursuing, kept pursuing, kept pursuing. Would start, then stop, would start, and then stop. And one of my friends, who's not my friend anymore, um, she told me, she was like, oh yeah like I had a dealing with him and like he was dealing with mind you it was high school so like you know take it with a grain of salt but she was like yeah you know I was dealing with him but then he also had like a girlfriend and da 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 and it was just like a whole messy situation I don't fuck with him because of that blah 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 and like when she told me that I stopped talking to him because I was like okay well I you know you were messy I don't want to deal with it but also like it was high school. We were all messy in high school, I suppose. So one day he had swiped up to my story and had responded to my story. And then we just got to talking and then we just started dating. Like literally like went on dates, like went to Champagne Lanes and he paid for everything went to sandbar he took me into the recording studio i fucking record a whole moan for this nigga for his song which he still it's still on the fucking song mind you by the way even after all of this fucking shit um went to poetic soul like we was outside we were we were we were dating and mind you we hadn't had sex so we're we're going on dates we're spending time together we're talking every single day all fucking day he made uh he was supposed to come on the podcast like he was on the the schedule everything and then I introduced him to my friends because it was one of my friends birthday and she was like we're going outside da, 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 da. and so he he meets my friends and it was a vibe like they liked him he introduced himself he you know, was very nice. And there were other men that were there. He was getting along with the other men that were there. But then at the same time, he was all up on me. And, you know, they even took videos of that night. If you're my close friends, you saw the videos or whatever. And we key can and this and that and all hugged up and make it out in the club. I'm like, damn, it's like I'm a kid again. And, you know, he, I don't smoke, but he smokes. So he steps outside and you know, when he's smoking, he got his arm around me and I, like, I'm like, oh, this is my man. Like, this is my man. We go together real bad. You see him, you see me, period. So I'm like, oh my gosh, this is great. Right. That was a Friday night leading into Saturday. And so it's getting closer to like two o'clock We're we're all about to get ready to leave. And me and him are caked up sitting somewhere. I think I'm sitting on his lap. And like he pulls out his phone and I see that he had like alerts from uh, like Hinge or like Black People Meet or something like some kind of dating app. And while me and him are not official, the based on our conversations, like that's kind of where it was headed. And that's also like I how I just took everything right like I deleted all my dating apps. I was really getting ready to cut everybody off, but like I deleted my dating apps because that's how well everything was going that in my mind, okay, this is these are the next steps. This is where we're headed. We are definitely headed to a relationship. And again, just like based on our conversation, excuse me, based on our conversations, based on just everything. I was like, this nigga going to be my man. So when I saw that, it just like kind of took me back i was like oh 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 okay <laughs> oh Ooh, all right and like i didn't trip because if you know me 
you know, I would have started going the fuck off and causing a scene and this and the third, but I didn't. I was just like, oh, all right. And he was like, what, what? And I was just like, nothing. Like, I, that's cool. Like, I see that on your phone. Like, you know, whatever. And so we obviously didn't really talk about it in the club because it's a fucking club or whatever. But he knew that I was in a mood now because I like got off his lap and just like was like, oh, okay. And was just kind of off it. Right. And just got like real, real quiet. And the rest of the night, I wasn't like trying to hold his hand, which was like 30 minutes or something, you know, because like I said, like the club was ending. And I was just like, I was just cool. Like I was just cool. I wasn't, I wasn't talking. I wasn't yelling. I wasn't tripping, nothing, nothing. But then we get out on the street and we're on mill. So if you've been on mill as an adult, you know that like motherfuckers be, be really, really trying it. Like we'll, we'll want to fight and are drunk. And then there's like a bunch of homeless people around. So it's just like, it can just be, get to be too much. And so we are walking and, uh, I don't know, some drunk guy said something to our group that made all of the men turn around and be like, what? Including him. And like, he grabbed my hand all quick and was like, no, fuck that. I ain't gonna let nobody say nothing to you. You can't, nobody can disrespect my girl. All that bullshit, right? And then like we get in the car and uh I drove I drove home or I drove him home and everything and I didn't I did not talk the entire ride. I did not talk at all because I was like I I really I'm feeling some kind of way. I'm extremely triggered. I just don't I just I don't want to say anything and unless I've like completely thought it through. Which what is that everybody? What is that? Growth. Yes. So I'm like, I just, you know, like I said, I just don't want to say anything. I just need time to like compose myself and figure out how I want to go, how I want to go about it. Um, so we don't talk the entire car ride home. Duh, 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 duh. We, I pull up to his apartment and he's like, he's like, so we're not going to talk. And I was just kind of like, well, I don't really know what to say. I'm just kind of surprised and trying to understand you know I understand we're not official I completely understand that I completely understand and acknowledge that but based on everything that we've been talking about that's kind of where I thought this was headed so to see that you're still on dating apps when I deleted my dating apps just kind of like threw me for a loop I honestly was not expecting that in my bingo card tonight so like we talk and he's just talking about how like, he's like, oh, you know, like we never talked about it. So I just, you know, and I never told you not to de delete your dating apps. And I, that irritated me. Cause I was like, you didn't have to like, not that it was implied, but like my nigga, like we are talking every single day, like having deep conversations, like, you know, we like from sun up to sundown type shit, like we, <laughs> we were dating like I just I don't know in the conversations that we've had we both understood like this is where this was headed right and like and you know you've been pursuing me so in my mind I'm like he's probably geeked he finally caught the bitch he been trying to catch for a minute so like we're talking and I'm staying so calm but I was just like you know what I just don't think I want to do this like I just I just I I thought we had an understanding going on clearly I was wrong in that understanding so I'm kind of just cooled off this whole situation he was like you don't want to fuck with me anymore you don't want to talk to me anymore and I was like nope just like that straight like that I was like mm, no I don't think so I think I'm cool off this I think if we can't even get on the understanding based on our conversations and I mean you're telling me that I'm the only girl that you talk to and I'm the only girl that you want to be with, but you're still on dating apps. I, I, I thought we had an understanding. Clearly, clearly something ain't the math ain't mathing for one of us. So I'm just cool. I, I would rather just not waste my time and go down this road. And like, I don't, now I don't trust you type shit. 
and I don't think I was being over dramatic, especially like I said, like based on everything that we had going on. Like it was, it was definitely, again, I don't want to use the word implied, but it definitely was like, why would you still be on a dating app if you've made it clear to me that like, I'm all that you want? You know what I mean? Like, and, and then what also just started to set me off and trigger me even more was he was just like, Jasmine, like, I will delete everything for you. Like, I will prove to you, I'll do this and that. And I just was like, that, that straight up, that sentence, my ex used to say that to me all the time. Every time that nigga got caught cheating, I'll give you the passwords to, to my phone and to all my, my Instagram and I'll delete anybody on Instagram. I'll block her. I'll do this and that. I just, I just want to prove it to you. And I'm just like, I don't know. Hell no. I'm not going down that road again. I am not going down that road again. So I'd rather just remove myself from the situation. And and when he said that, like I said, it like triggered me even more to where I then I really shut down after that. I was like, no, like this is just not, you just need to go. Like you just need to get out of my car. And I wasn't mean, I didn't yell. I wasn't nasty about it, nothing. I just was like, I just want to remove myself from the situation. And he was like, wow, okay. And was like really sad about it when he got out of my car and was just like, this isn't what I want, but like, I have to respect whatever you want to do and this, that, and the third and whatever. So I left it like that. And I did not text that man. I didn't text him. I usually, old Jasmine would have sent this long ass paragraph and da 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 da. I didn't. I didn't do none of that. I didn't do nothing of the sort. But guess who did? That nigga. <laughs> He, I woke up to like these two fucking novels, my girl, my friends, bitches. When I tell you, long fucking novel. And he's just talking about like, wow, that, you know, I'm really hurt. I can't believe you'd look me in the eyes and say that to me. Like that, that just, that hurt. And like, you're the only person that I want to be with. And I'm like falling for you. And, and, um, I can't imagine my life with without you and seeing you with somebody else would really fuck me up like da, da 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 like all that shit right so that's Saturday right and so we have a conversation we hash it out I told him like everything that I was feeling how I just felt like it was just you know fucked up and it just threw me for a loop because I just felt like based on our conversations like it wasn't something that needed to be talked about it was something that was clearly understood that this is this is what we're doing this is what we want we just want each other we don't we're not worried about nobody else da, da, da. so after we had the conversation I felt a lot better we talked all day I went to my friend Stina's like 2000s theme party was fucked up because who the fuck whoever created a hypnotic is a crazy person like you're literally a crazy person and you should be in jail right away jail right the fuck away but so I was fucked up off those but me and him were talking and he was just talking about how he wants to see me or whatever so I left Stina's party and drove all the way out to Levine mind you Stina lives in Queen Creek so this is a smooth 45 55 almost an hour mission right so I drove from her place to his place to like link up with him and just like see him and uh again so we didn't have sex because I was on my period so we like literally couldn't but we basically spent the night together and I I think I got there at like 11 or 12 and then left at like five o'clock in the morning and then we had made plans um for me to come back that Sunday and like meet his whole family because it was like one of his siblings birthdays or something so we you know I leave I text him when I get home like da, 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 da. we left on a good note everything is hunky-dory everything is great we text we're texting in the morning I'm like you know what time do you want me to get there and da, 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 da. like everything is you know I'm thinking everything's cool I tell my parents about him and how I'm about to go meet his whole family 
And I'm like, you know, I'm geeked because I didn't at this point, I'm like, wow, I never thought that I was going to have something like everything was going so fucking well. I was like, I can't believe this is happening. I thought I was one of those people that just like was never going to find it. That was just like, you know, and mind you. I had told my friends about our little argument and they're just telling me like, Jazz, like you deserve happiness. You deserve somebody that is going to go to war for you and this, that and the third and you like, you deserve happiness. So I finally had like accepted it like, wow, I'm, I'm going to get it. Like, I'm going to get somebody that's all about me. That's real. That da 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 da. And then... (laughs) jokes on me huh because then right as I'm like in this bliss like yep everything is working out for me I deserve all the good things in my life blah 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 I text this nigga like can you send me the address again and my texts go through green they don't deliver and I'm like okay well maybe his phone died so I give it like 30 minutes or whatever and try to text him again still nothing and I'm like okay well let me try to go message him on Instagram and I am blocked and when I tell you I was so confused I go through our messages there was no argument like I didn't accidentally send him nothing I didn't accidentally post nothing crazy like I I tried to hit him up on like my other Instagram that Instagram is blocked too And I like go full on panic mode because I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And so like I tried to call him. I tried to text him. I tried to call him off of my mom's phone. I tried to text him off my mom's phone. I nothing, no response, no nothing. Because like, I mean, I'm like, there's no way he's ghosting me right now. Like, there's no way this is happening. Like, maybe somebody went through his phone saw me and like did all of that and he doesn't know so I like get it in my head that like I'm gonna go and confront him so I drive out to Levine and maybe I am a little crazy maybe this is just showing how much of a crazy delusional ass bitch I am but like I drove out to Queen Creek but then when I got there or not Queen Creek I drove out to Levine but then when I got there I was like girl no there's no way that he doesn't notice that you're blocked. Like, I feel like based on your guys's conversations, if you weren't texting him back or you hadn't hit him up, he would have reached out to you in some way, shape or form. So I just like I drove home and I was just like shook. Like, I could not believe that I got ghosted and like the reality of it just like really really sat in like what the fuck and I and I feel like I understand ghosting somebody if you guys like really don't know each other and there really isn't a connection there really isn't something deep but like you told me less than 24 hours ago that you were falling for me and that you didn't want to lose me and that I'm the only person that you want to be with and that you want to make me your girlfriend and this that and the third and then you completely ghost me like it was just so fucked up and I'm not gonna lie to y'all like I recorded an episode but I was really really fucked up about it like that that hurt my feelings to another level like that just really that really hit me deep because I was just like I didn't do anything to you like when I said I didn't want to do this anymore you could have just left me the fuck alone but you went out of your way to say all those things to me and then you're gonna fucking ghost me and then not even give me any kind of explanation not give you don't give me anything no kind of communication no nothing so I obviously got over it like whatever um it's always been like in the back of my head like wow like I would have loved like a final conversation. I would have loved some kind of explanation as to what happened. I would have respected him more if he was just like, yeah, you know, I had a girlfriend or this is what's going on or this or that. Like I would have respected it regardless. The fact that you just ghosted me, like I have no respect for you. I think you're just like, I feel like you're just literally like a piece of shit for doing that to people, Um, especially when you could have just like left me the fuck alone. So 
Um, I did like realize that I wasn't blocked at one point. Um, because I had I had a text message like ready for him queued up in our text. Like if I if he ever texted me, I was gonna push it out, send it before I even like had an opportunity to read whatever the fuck he was gonna say, just so I could go off and then I was gonna block him. But I was sending my friend some receipts and some some screenshots of what he was saying to me and I didn't want them to see my message. So I like sent it not thinking that it was going to go through and it went through and then he ended up texting me a few days later like, oh, you think you deserve an explanation after all of this? And I was like, yes, nigga, because why did I say all this? Did I do you think I just said this? Just because like I just woke up and was like, oh, let me fucking text you that like, are you dumb? And he literally he said, I'm sorry. I ne it was never my intention to hurt you. No explanation still. Ghost me again. I block him this time. Then um, January. So mind you, that this was like April, May, sometime around then. And I haven't heard from him since. Like, haven't checked to see if I was unblocked or, or like anything. Like, I just was like, whatever. It is what it is. I don't give a shit. I'm moving on with my life you know, you're lost, nigga, haha, -ha, type shit. Like, I'm, I'm cool off of the whole situation. Um, I, I, why January 1 of all days, does this nigga match with me on Hinge? The nigga that ghosted me matches with me on Hinge. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm telling my, I'm showing my friends. I'm like, is this nigga serious right now? Are you serious right now? And I'm just like, what the fuck? Fuck could be wrong with you then I noticed that I'm I'm not blocked on Instagram so you match with me on hinge and unblock me on Instagram or I don't even really know how long I was unblocked you know but I'm like what the like niggas have they all have the same thing the digging balls and the audacity because what the fuck how do you block like like please be for real Please be for real. What the fuck is going on in your head that you're like, oh, yeah, let me. I see her on Hinge. Let me fucking match with her. But knowing me and knowing that I'm curious, I can't let the shit go. So, like, I I accepted the request, right? And I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. See what he got to say. And it, I let it sit for, like, two days, I think. Finally, I was just like, because he hadn't said anything, I was just like, so, like, what's up, bro? Like, wh what the fuck? Are we just going to sit here and act like nothing happened? Like, wh what is the dealio? And, you know, I, I hadn't really had any kind of, like, expectation. I really wasn't expecting, like, I really wasn't expecting anything. I really, I just like, I honestly kind of felt disrespected because I'm like, I feel like this nigga thinks I'm a joke. Like, I think he thinks this is funny to just fuck with my emotions like this. Um, because again, if you, why, why would you match with me on Hinge if you knew you had my number, but he's blocked. So I guess maybe he can't text me, but you unblocked me on Instagram. You knew that you could reach out to me via Instagram if you wanted to have a conversation like, why would you match with me on Hinge? Like, what the fuck? And so he goes, I just wanted to say I'm sorry. And I was like, sorry for what? No answer. I let another day or so go by. And he, I was like, so why did you message me? And because he, after I said sorry for what, he didn't say anything. So I let another day or so go by. And I was like, why the fuck did you message me? Like, like, what was your purpose of this? You wanted to say sorry, but you're not really giving me like a, a decent apology. Sorry for what? Like, sorry for what? Sorry for what? You know? And so he was like, oh, you know, I'm at work right now. I'm going to message you as soon as I'm off work so we can have a conversation. And that was at like four o'clock in the morning. Come eight o'clock at night, I was like, oh, this nigga really thinks like, I'm a joke. So I, I just like let him have it. I was like, I feel like you are such a narcissist. I feel like there was no point for you to match with me. I think you think this is a joke. I feel like you think I'm a joke. I, I feel like you have no respect for my feelings. And it's so weird. And it's so bizarre. Because you fucking were the one that was 
pursuing me and I just don't understand your logic and I just like I wish you would just kind of leave me alone at this point because it's very obvious that I'm not going to get the answers that I kind of deserve not kind of that I absolutely deserve and I'm not you're just not being a, a decent and respectful human being at this point like you're you're blatantly being disrespectful and he was like, oh, I was gonna message you. You obviously don't want to have a conversation because you're not allowing me to have one. And I said, how the fuck am I not allowing you to have one? You said you were gonna message me. And here we are all this time later, and you still haven't messaged me. So why are you wasting my time? And he was just like, I don't know. He was just like, well, I'm dealing with a toothache right now and I guess everything just has to be on your time and blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, okay. I said, clearly I'm not gonna get the answers that I want. Clearly this is the answer that of what it is. You're just a child, a narcissist. Uh, you are, you just have no respect for people. You never cared about me. Everything was a fucking lie, which is just, again, weird uh because you pursued me for so long just to turn around and be fucking weird and I said good luck to you good luck to your fucked up ass teeth like wish all the best but don't ever hit me up again in your life and then I just like blocked him on on everything and that's what felt so nice is to turn around and block somebody after you've been blocked because nigga you thought you thought you thought but basically so basically that's the story of like how I got my revenge I guess but it's just crazy like that really showed me sometimes like people really don't give a shit about giving you your answers and you just have to like accept the fact that that is the answer like I we want I I know for me personally I want to see the best in people I want to believe that people are inherently good but some people are just like truly shitty like and he's prime example of of just somebody that is just really, 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 really shitty. And like, like I said, like, I, I would have loved some kind of explanation. I would have loved some kind of like real apology because that's just who I am. And as a person, I would never do somebody like that. But it is what it is. Like, nigga, you lost me. Clearly, you're still thinking about me all this time later. I don't know what the fuck you thought was going to happen. I don't know if you really thought I was about to take that explanation and be like, oh, yeah, y'all, I was forgiven. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, fuck no, nigga. Mm -mm. You, you definitely lost the fuck out on that one. It's just like, I don't know. I feel like if you go somebody, you are just like such a coward. Like you are so childish especially to be on that level like I I would never do that to somebody you have to have at least some kind of bare minimum respect for people's feelings like there has to be some level of respect for people like we need to get out of this like just not having respect for other people's feelings especially like if we know some of the traumas that they've been through like be for real right now but that that's the story of how I got ghosted um let's move on to our sex topic I think maybe I'm gonna rename this segment like thirsty Thursdays um what do y'all think Tell me in the comments what you think about the new title because I'm recording and pushing these episodes out on Thursday. So let's talk, let's say Thirsty Thursday. So I want to talk about when is the appropriate time to give and receive head? Um, because for me, I will gladly accept head on the first date. Like I will gladly accept it the first link up. I will gladly accept it the first time. I meet you, I, I will gladly accept it. But am I going to give you head on the first night? Probably, absolutely not. <laughs> and it's not that I don't like giving head. I thoroughly enjoy it. Um, Mom and dad, if you're listening to this, please skip through. Um, 
I, I do thoroughly enjoy it, but there has to be for me like some kind of like emotional connection for me to put your penis in my mouth. Like, I don't know if that's just a me. I don't know if that's like, I don't know. But I like, I realized that when I was in my relationship and I used to love like to suck his dick, like, you know, all the time in the shower, like, you know, in the car, like I used to give it to him all the time. But then when I realized that he was cheating on me and he kept cheating on me, I didn't want to do it at all. And mind you, like, it wasn't even the fact that, like, I had knew I knew that he was fucking other people. Because if you ask him, he'll swear up and down that he's never fucked anybody aside from me. Even though I found condoms on him multiple, multiple times. He'll tell you up and down that it wasn't. And that, you know, he went to these bitches' houses and just smoked them out and never fucked them. Okay, nigga. All right, sure. Okay. Um... But, you know, I saw him texting other people. I saw him, like, in in other girls' DMs and, like, just being thirsty. So I just, I just was immediately turned off. And, like, we would still have sex, but our sex was, like, so bland and so routine and so just, like, the same all the time. At that point, I can understand why he was wanting to fuck other people. At that point, I wanted to fuck other people because our sex life was just terrible. But like I said, once once that switch is off, once that emotional connection for me is off, I don't I don't want to do it. I I just I just can't. I just can't. Like it was like a mental thing. I was like, I just do not want to do this. I do not want to suck his dick. Or I felt like I would need him to go shower first. Like, or I would have to do it in the shower because I'm like I just, I just cannot get over this mental block right now. So, uh, like I said, I will gladly receive it. I will gladly take it from you. You can definitely give me head the very first link up. But as far as like, for me, I don't want to give it. Yeah, it's just a no for me. It's just a dub for me if I'm not physically or like emotionally connected to you. But let me know what y'all think in the comments or DM me. Let me know. I want to have a little chit chat with my bitches. So that's our show. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy. I do plan to have guests soon. Um, I want to have like really good conversations. I want you guys to engage with me on Instagram and all the other social medias that the podcast is on. But I appreciate y'all. Thank you guys for listening and I'll see y'all next week.